Welcome to Coffee with Congress, a new podcast by the Veterans Education Project, where we truly get to know members of Congress and key government officials. Every episode, we ask questions that have absolutely nothing to do with politics, policy, or legislation. Yeah, you know, nothing to do with their actual jobs. So instead, we focus on getting to know the real person behind the office. On this episode, we got to know Congressman Dusty Johnson. He's a freshman Republican from South Dakota. Listen in now as we speak with him in his D.C. office. All right, so uh, I'm going to ask you first about something I have read about recently. You guys have the world-famous mashed potato wrestling competition. Yeah, it's disgusting. Can you tell me about this a little bit? <laughs> well, it's way, way grosser than you think it's going to be. So there's this town in Clark in South Dakota. It's a great town. Okay. Maybe 1,400 people. And every town's got to have a thing, right? Okay. So Clark's thing is the, is potatoes. Okay. And they used to have a potato chip factory, which made great potato chips. But they bring out like a kitty swimming pool. They fill it with mashed potatoes. They have people come and wrestle. <laughs> you, in your mind, think that there's a chance this is going to be hot. It's not. It's <laughs> disgusting. How do you win in this No, there are no winners. No one wins. None of the participants, none of the spectators. You are picking mashed potato out of your ears and your belt line for days. I, I feel like we need to ask a request to be invited to this, this mashed potato don't, competition. No, don't do it. <laughs> idea. So my question to you is, what's the next food-based feat of strength that uh, South Dakota's going to be uh, rolling out? <laughs> well, it's, it would have to be corn-related. Okay, corn-related. Now, we're not as much as Iowa or Illinois. Uh, or Indiana, but we'd grow a lot of corn. It's right. pretty, it's, it's, now, I come from Mitchell. My town is Mitchell, which is the home of the world's only corn palace. Oh, yeah. Only that, corn palace. Oh, yeah, corn right. palace. Oh, don't, wow. don't say it like you haven't heard it before. You're, <laughs> you're embarrassing it's yourself. The world so. It's the world famous. It's the world famous. Hashtag corn palace. <laughs> and if you guys haven't done it, I don't, I mean, this interview is over. <laughs> you haven't done your homework. You oh, didn't go. You I know, know about the corn palace. So okay, don't yeah. you worry. I, uh, I, so, so what do you think? So corn what? What can, what can we do with corn that you have some sort of feet of strength with? <sighs> well, uh, it probably, I mean, it seems like a corn on the cob eating contest. Oh, okay. I mean, all this uh, endurance eating is a thing. Yeah. Right? What about Let's corn? bring Joey Chestnut out. Let's, let's bring Kobayashi let, out. Let's, get done. let's like have it. him. Let's have them shuck the corn as well before they can eat it. Yeah, I don't. Is, will people come and watch that? I don't know. I, I mean, it's part of the process. They get like thirty, you know, corn on the cob, and they have to shuck it and eat it. Sure. That sounds like a fucking great time. I that's good. That's good. <laughs> this is a complete. I had not thought of this question. I just realized, like, as Marylanders, we actually love corn too. That's a big part of our uh, cuisine as well. Especially we put it with uh, crab boils and things yeah. like that. Well, how do you guys prepare corn? Boil? Grill? What do you guys do? Well, uh, my bride really likes to boil it. I mean, I'm fine with my corn on the cob. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's great. You get some good sweet corn. Yeah. But we don't really grow sweet corn in South Dakota. Oh. It's all feed corn. Yeah. It's not for human consumption. Oh. Oh. That's boys. a bummer. Oh, sweet corn is a Well, no, we eat a lot of sweet corn. It just doesn't get grown in South Dakota. Gotcha. Uh-huh. gotcha. Okay. Right. Kobayashi would need to, it would be more fun if he would come <laughs> to eat corn. <laughs> that would be, because that's way more muscle yeah. in that thing down. That's a good point. <laughs> All right, so all right, so the Badlands is sometimes called the playground of the dinosaurs. So, my question to you: T. Rex is out in the schoolyard. What game is he terrible at, and what game is he going to be very good at? Well, that tetherball, right? You think he's good at that? Or bad? <laughs> terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Tiny little. He shouldn't even try. No, no right? tetherball. Because for T-Rex. just you would kick his, his butt arm. so hard. Right. right. What would he be good at? 
Yeah, what's 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 his? Uh, I don't think T Rex is built for the modern day playground. No, <laughs> or too arm dependent on everything. Right. right. But what if he got creative? Like, what the tail if he whacked it with his tail? I feel like he could. He might have a shot. That's not what the tail's built for. No. Okay. You're, you're going against you're going against nature's laws. That's right. That's and I I will have none, none nothing to do, to do with this that. abomination of tetherball the tail. I like that. All right, I got uh, uh all right here we go the um. So this is this is a tough one. This is the hot seat one. Here we go. So you got you got the chislick. Chis, chis, is I saying that right? Yeah. You got the kuchin. 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 Yeah. Hard, harder consonants. Yeah. And then the Rocky Mountain oysters. Yeah, I guess. Okay. All right. So where are you where are you go? Who, who? Which one are you picking? You have one. For a wait, wait, wait. I, I think that the people listening. You know what it is? Need, we, I, I, don't even, I don't even know what you're talking so, about. Right. Okay, so yeah, let's describe it quickly. Chislick is most, it's deep fat fried meat. It's most Chislick. Chislick. Oh, this sounds all, amazing. All yeah. It's deep fat fried meat. Uh, lamb is most traditional, but beef is more common now. If you go in and order Chislick at a restaurant. You want, are you going lamb or beef? Uh, I think beef is tastier, okay. but I don't listen. I'm, I can be a traditionalist. All right, all right. You're always trying to drive wedges. You know? it's not, everything is a lie. It's all binary, <laughs> sir. <laughs> right. um, and then kuchen is um, a dessert which is delicious. Very heavy, uh, very fatty, creamy. It's sort of like a, a thick custard in a pie kind of a thing. Delicious, lots of different flavors, and then yes, what is Rocky tell, Mo- tell us what Rocky Mountain Mountain Rock, Oyster is. Rocky Mountain Oysters are bull testicles. Um, not oh, oh that went in another direction than I was thinking. Yeah, you haven't really lived until you've eaten. Okay, okay, okay. They're, they're fried and battered, and uh, they come with yeah. a dipping sauce. Well, I, I, I think that that's a good segue. Well, huh, which but, one are you going to go with? You oh, got yeah, to yeah. one. Well, if you're looking for, I mean, Rocky Mountain, Rocky Mountain oysters are last. Okay. Chislick is probably first, but Chislick is a really strong. Uh, Chislick sounds delicious. Is that there, is it Chislick served in the, in the district anywhere? Oh yeah. yeah. Where, where Lots can of we places. Get some, where can we get some Chislick? Almost any place in South Dakota. No, I'm sorry, here. <laughs> in the oh, district. Oh, here? No. Oh, the, not the DC the, district. Yeah. The, the district of Columbia. Yeah, Sorry. Uh, I don't know that. Oh, I don't know that. I, I wouldn't get Chislick here. They <laughs> don't know what they're doing. Oh, I see. I see. All right. All right. All right. So now we're going to kind of transition into kind of a more uh, more personal question. Um, and uh, I, more I, personal than testicles. Well, <laughs> really, okay. really, that's right. All right. Yeah. So um, uh, a lot of people really um, love dispensing advice or give advice. So I have kind of an interesting spin on that. What advice would you give right now to your 20-year-old self? You're just going to lock me up here. I mean, I feel like I've had a really charmed life. Um, I'm a nice guy. I've been really nice to people. But the the things, the times I feel, uh, be nice, I guess would be my advice. I mean, I've been nice 99.9% of my life, but that one in a thousand when you're uh, uh, you snap at your sons or you snap at your bride. Uh, those are the times where you sort of think, gosh, you know, I did, should not have lost my temper. We should just all be nicer people. And the other thing would be, you know, don't have the third beer. <laughs> don't have the third beer. Okay. Is, you know, you don't need okay, it. Okay. No good comes Possible from the third slogan beer. there. Yeah. I'm going to roll into uh, one other question then uh, as a follow up. Um, so obviously we're a uh, Facebook, uh, you know, Twitter generation. So if you could put one quote on a billboard in Times Square for the entire world to see, only one quote, what would it be and why? 
Uh, it would it would have something to do with freedom and liberty and, you know, not to get too schmaltzy, but I, I do think as a globe, we're trying to have a conversation about the right role of government in people's lives. And, you know, I want to go back and read some stuff from the founders and just choose something that connected with people today, but made them realize that, you know, we've been given this unbelievable blessing of free choice. Let's not smother it. Mm. So I don't have one, you know, but I, 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 I think, I'm excited for as a globe for us to have that national conversation, that, that international conversation. It's good. Love it, love it. All right, so what? All right, so there's some um, there's some wonderful protected animals uh, in South Dakota that they, that call South Dakota home. Uh, you have the bison, you have the black-footed ferret, mm. and I every day I walk down the street, I'm accosted by people like you have to ask. Congressman uh, Dusty, what uh, what animal does he resonate with? Is he a bison man or is he a ferret man? Well, the ferret <laughs> is really controversial in South Dakota. Oh, why is this? Right? Well, the the introduction of the black-footed ferret into South Dakota. I mean, people hate the prairie dogs. Prairie dogs, bad, bad, bad. Ugly varmints, disgusting. Cause a lot of damage to cattle and horses. You but just, they're cute. They're not that cute. They're rats. <laughs> They're rats without tails. They're gross, and they do a ton of damage. You know, you just think, you know, we, we, we love, and I'll speed this up because I know this isn't entirely funny, but now you're really picking on my scabs. No, here. let's but, hear it. You know, we've got this beautiful grazing land, right? Right. And, you know, this is where, you know, cattle and bison and horse can get sustenance. And these prairie dogs, like a swarm, will go over and just turn it all into dust. Mm. They have these holes. You think about a beautiful horse you're out riding, that horse st steps in that hole, it'll break that like That kills the horse. Mm. Uh, you know, a horse is not going to come back from that. So the black-footed ferret um, and the prairie dog, are uh, they're related heavily. That's controversial. So my answer is the bison. The bison. It's beautiful, majestic. Delicious meat, mm -hmm. very warm fur. Mm -hmm. This is a great animal. Oh, wow. Okay. Bison right. man. All right. All right. So, all right. Let's kind of tied in with the Great American West. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is the romance of America's history. Absolutely. So, I need, I need the honest truth. You, you are the congressman from South Dakota. We need the truth. What's in the uh, Mount Rushmore? Tell me what's in there. Uh, well, Nicholas Cage told me once. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but I was sworn to secrecy. Yeah. But as long as you don't tell anybody, we won't else, tell anybody. I will let you know. Okay. Uh, tell us what's back there. It's hot dish. I knew it. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It sounds like another <laughs> right, delicious yeah, right. South Dakota. Uh, the Northern Great Plains, the Norwegian Lutherans love their hot dish. These are casseroles. Oh. But if you go to a Lutheran luncheon, the ladies will bring their hot dish. All right. And it's delicious. I like the hot dish. Well, I put too uh, many peas in them. Now, now for a little hotter question, yeah. uh, but more on the uh, the uh, get to know you side of things. So, um, our generation um, learns and then often changes its mind. And um, I'd like to ask you, um, you know, what is something that you have changed your mind on, mm -hmm. and why? I love this question. Yeah, uh, two answers. Well, I'll just give you one. I mean, probably criminal justice reform. I mean, I used to be a pretty, you know, the old school conservative mindset, which is people will commit less crime if you lock them up and throw away the key. Right. And that's just not really supported by evidence mm -hmm. in any meaningful mm. way. 
That's and so after digesting the evidence for years, I had to come to the conclusion that, yeah, you got to catch people. you got to hold them accountable. That means punishing them. But that the best way to do that is not generally through severity of sentences. And so that is an area where I think you see a national... People want to paint you know, conservatives as maybe a little more rigid in their thinking. The reality is this is an area where there's been remarkable evolution. And so states like Texas, very conservative mm-hmm. states... Have, have done pretty, and South Dakota, sweeping criminal justice reform. For me, you know, you just, when I go to the women's prison, the saddest thing is to go in the back area of the women's prison and there's this great, beautiful house and it's painted fun colors and there are all these toys in here. And you think, why is there this great house in the women's prison? And so when kids come to visit their mom, they've got some place to hang out that doesn't look like a prison. Mm. And so when we're locking up people, we're locking up moms and dads, and that's making Junior a lot more likely uh, to get into trouble and have intergenerational. And so, yeah, let's catch people, let's hold them accountable, but let's do it in a way that actually rehabilitates and makes for safer communities. I really like that. I'm going to actually lead into one more question that I, I think uh, you're, you're really transparent, and that's, we really appreciate that. Um, uh, it seems like you're uh, well-studied, so what is the book that you've given to other people the most and why? Probably Freakonomics, which is kind of an older book now, maybe it came out 15 years ago, but uh, it, it dovetails perfectly well into the question you just asked, or it's connected to. I mean, Freakonomics really takes data and uses it to disprove this kind of conventional wisdom that we all know to be true. Right. And uh, it's an eye-opener. And there are a lot of things that people in Washington, D.C. know for sure that just okay. is not true. Hmm. Okay. All right, so if you could, WWF style, every time you walk into a room, you have a theme song playing. What's your theme song? Every, t- every time you go anywhere, this will be playing right behind you. Yes, like, like it's like a montage in a movie. Like, this is your Rocky Four scene yeah. where he's training to fight the Russian. Like, what is the music that is going on in the background? Well, I wouldn't choose this, but I want to give you a little historical context. You know, my name is Dusty Johnson. Yeah, that's I, a lot of my cool friends name. in high school called me Dirty. And so the song Dirty, Dun- Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap was often played at high school dances when mm. I would arrive. Mm. Uh, a little embarrassing. You had a theme song in high well, school? That's, that's pretty that's awesome. Cool. It, it maybe only happened two or three times. And you paid somebody. But it's for, no, I, <laughs> I was not a fan. No, you didn't like it? Uh, no, the song's not a very nice song. Right. Okay, okay. all right. Well, what would your theme song be? Um, uh, something upbeat, something fun. Um, you know, something, I'm just an old man, right? I'm mm. in my 40s, so I don't really know new music. Oh, what's, but, what's you know, uh, Black Eyed Peas, Let's Get It Started, mm. something right. to get people pumped up, right? I like it, I like it. Okay. Um, all right, what is something that you personally believe in that other people think is insane? This is a really good question. Because I do have a few beliefs that I will argue with my friends about where they just think it's a little bonkers. Yeah, let's just hear um, Well, I would probably get rid of the designated hitter. Now, that's not huge. <laughs> I mean, that's not... That's that, that, you know, that, that is only... That's not terribly controversial. That's good. That's a good one. I think it drains a lot of the beauty and the poetry out of the game. Well, also the strategy. I mean, you're, the, managing your, your bullpen is pretty important with the yeah. damage. 
Yes. Or not as important when you have a DH as it's say. Yeah, I, uh, it seems like a lot of people think that college athletes should be paid. I do not. That sort of is a developing opinion. Okay. I mean, I'm a sports junkie, and I, you know, I'm willing to have opinions on sports that are maybe a little bit not not quite falling in line. Right. Okay. Sports uh-huh. opinions. I like that. I think we got time for one or two more. Yeah. Um, you, right. got, you got one, and then I got a rapid fire question, oh, and then good. at the end, we're gonna give you some time to talk about whatever you want. Would you rather be forced to fight a coyote, one coyote? Or the state, it's the state animal, coyote. Uh-huh. Or. And it's a coyote. Don't say sorry. coyote. I'm sorry. It's very coastal. Between me. this and the, the uh, Corn Palace debacle. I'm <laughs> <laughs> nervous. Uh, or 20 ringneck pheasants. Which would you rather face off with? The pheasants are, I mean, they could scratch you, but you could do a lot of damage. So you've chosen to fight 20 ringneck pheasants. How are you going to fight them? Oh, punch and kick. Because <laughs> they're not great. They're not great flyers, right? And right. so, I mean, they fly. They they do a great job, but they're not. I mean, if they were looking to hurt me, right, I would so own them. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, they're not. Uh, you know, number one, a coyote would be pretty easy for me to be too. Oh, wow. I'm kind of bad. That's <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I have killed hundreds of ringneck pheasants. Okay, and so they know the word is out of bounds. <laughs> they're already coming in intimidating. Right. Right. right, I'd be like if I knock back two or three of them, the rest of them are gonna get they're out of there. Out of there. <laughs> All right, I like it. I like it. All right, so the next uh, set of questions are gonna be. And I, uh, I have not killed hundreds with my hands and feet. I've killed them with a shotgun. Yeah, sure. okay. yeah. You've yeah. killed hundreds right. with your hands and feet. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's next. So the next set of questions is kind of kind of be like a rapid fire yeah. uh, set of questions. So just the first thing that comes uh, comes to your mind. Okay, um, what flower best describes you? <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, I don't know. Oh come on! You gotta give an answer. Uh, I, I don't even know flowers. Tulip. Tulip. Okay. Okay. Uh, what'd you eat for breakfast? Uh, I had a Chick-fil-A biscuit. Yeah, chicken yeah, biscuit. Chicken biscuit. What uh, gift of less than $100 has impacted your most of life? Your impacted your life the most? Oh, it's got to be a book. Gotta book. Be. Huh? That, yeah. that, that, that. What nickname do you have that maybe only your mother or your close friends call you? <laughs> uh, dirty. 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 <laughs> okay, and uh, who's the person that comes to mind when I say the following word? Successful. Somebody I got Jacqueline Johnson. That's All right. my wife. All right. All right. That is yeah. so pandering. I love it. All right. Yeah. All right. Last one. What do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, I wanted to be president. You couldn't pay me $100 million to do that job now. $100 million? $100 million. No, I would not do no. that. Oh, okay. Although my skill set is a great fit for Congress, I think you need a pretty drastically different skill set to be president of the United States. Mm-hmm. It is, you know. The job of being president 40 years ago compared to today is a different job. And I don't, I, I mourn for anybody who does that job. Mm. Mm. I mean, you look at the before and after pictures of anyone who's the president, and they just look like they've aged so much more than the yeah. eight years. <laughs> well, it's different. I mean, the skills to be a good CEO, a good governor, a good mayor, those things I feel like I understand. Right. The president is a uniquely complicated job in the modern era. And regardless whether you're Democrat or Republican, we should all, if we pray, we should be saying a little prayer for whoever is in the White House mm-hmm. any given night. That job sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All, right. all right. Well, we're, uh, we're coming up on the end of our time. Do you have any more questions? I do have one more. All right. So okay. let's ask them one more question. Okay. So uh, what TV shows are you watching these days? 
Modern Family, Game of Thrones. Okay, all right. So Modern Family with my wife, Game of Thrones not with my wife. The follow-up question, uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones would be too easy, so let's go with Modern Family. Other characters in Modern Family that I know that you love, who, in, if they were a real-life person, would be insufferable? <laughs> Most of the characters are <laughs> insufferable, right? Yeah, I guess that's fair. Is there one that you feel like, oh my, this one just gets under my skin? Oh, Cam's a lot to handle. He's yes. very, he's very high maintenance. I don't like high maintenance people. Got it. <laughs> all, right, yeah. all right, all right. Well, you got through the gauntlet, so you, uh, the, the the floor is yours. Uh, what, what do you want to talk about? Yeah. Well, just uh, just for thirty seconds, I would probably say when you start to make a list of the things that make America great, all of those characteristics are found in the guard, mm. right? And reserves too. Uh, I just, uh, I mean, I come from a National Guard family, and um, people learn how to be great, uh, not just great soldiers, but great human beings in the Guard. And I wish more people did it. Mm. All right. Cool. Well, thank you very much for your time. I think uh, we've met the, uh, the time hack that was requested. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Coffee with Congress. It was a really great time getting to know Congressman Dusty Johnson. Uh, and I guess he really doesn't like mashed potatoes all that much. Subscribe to our podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Uh, we are everywhere. Leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Remember, the Veterans Education Project is always preaching possibilities. <laughs>